Hey, it's Godzilla and Wildcore with another Cut the Crap Wednesday. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another Cut the Crap Wednesday with your boy Godzilla. First thing first, I want to thank all you guys for being here again, like always. Sorry you guys missed us last week. We had an unforeseen circumstance happen with our man, Wildcore. Unfortunately, he had lost another person in his family. Uh, we send our condolences to you, Wild Brother. We hope you are going strong through this moment. But the show must continue. We are back for another week. And this week, we have a special guest in the house. This week we have the man himself, the myth, the legend, Jaws. Yeah, what's going on, Q? What's going on, man? So first off, I want to thank you for filling in this week and being our special guest. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, we couldn't ask for a better person. This week's topic is going to be a little different, uh, going off on the motorcycle world and the motorcycle club in general. Um, we're gonna knock out all the misconception that's out there that motorcycle clubs are gangs they're killers they're drug dealers they're this they're that you know and we're gonna get into the root into everything man and you know there's no better show to do it but right here than cut the crap because that's what we're about baby there we go all right so we'll go ahead and just hop right into this like i said guys this is jaws from mob riders mc um you know i know this gentleman for a long time he's part of my club at one point, and if you guys don't know, I am in a motorcycle club still to this day. Um, he was with us, and he's a you know a fellow brother of mine. You know, once you're a brother, always a brother in my head, unless you do something really fucked up. And in this <laughs> case, you know, we're just gonna go into it and jump right into it. And Jaws, you know, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell them a little about yourself, how you got your name, everything like that. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Uh, first things first, you know, shout out to uh, uh to Wildcore. Um. Uh, my condolences to you know to his friends and family um but yeah uh so i mean you know you you said a couple times but uh my name is jaws um it's not it's kind of different on how you spell it uh i don't spell it you know like the regular you know jaws the shark uh, i was born in miami raised in new york so i kind of have that little bit of new york emphasis so instead of like oh it's jaws it's you know it's jaws so i spell my name j-a-w-w-s so you kind of got a, you know, like coffee or dog and stuff like that. You kind of <laughs> have that little, that little uh, accent. Uh, but yeah, man, um, I started, uh, I started riding in uh, 2015, 2016. Me and I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, me and my boys just got back from, uh, from one of our deployments. And, you know, we had all that deployment money. So we we're like, hey, you know, let's, let's go do something with it. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, we risked our lives overseas. So we were like, hey, screw it. Like, you know, let's. Let's risk our lives even more and get motorcycles. Let's, instead of four wheels, let's get two. <laughs> and um, so, you know, we, we all got bikes. We all did that little endorsement stuff. Um, and then we went out and uh, started riding around, you know, Jacksonville, uh, North Carolina area. Got part of this group on, on Facebook, Street Bikes of Lejeune. Um, you know, started riding. You know, there's a place we always hung out called, uh, it was a gas station in McDonald's. So we always called it Gas Donald's. <laughs> so that's smart. yeah so that like yeah exactly so everybody knew where to go 
And then, let, uh, let me ask you a question really quick. Is that McDonald's food really good or not? I heard gas station food be kicking. To be honest, man, like it, it was open 24 hours. So, and when we would ride, like, especially on the weekends, we would be always out there. So we were definitely their favorite, uh, their favorite customers. <laughs> as soon as they saw bikes roll up, you know, they had, you know, nobody got the meals and stuff like that. Everybody got like McChickens, McDoubles. You got to add the Mac sauce to it. And, definitely. you know, a small fry, a small fry with a drink. And then you were good to go. Let me tell you guys um, now, if you guys have not <laughs> added a Mc, uh, Mac sauce on a McChicken or a McDouble. On, on anything. You have no idea what you're missing. Go out there and do it. It is life. It will change your oh, life. Definitely. I promise you. Oh, yeah, and uh, and yeah, man. So the um, you know, we we hung around for a little bit, you know, just hanging out like with ourselves, and then uh, you know, a couple clubs like we would see it, you know, all around, and of course everybody gets that, you know, that perception like, oh, you see a, you see somebody in leather, they they automatically think like, oh, Sons of Anarchy and stuff like that, which you know, that's all that was always the running joke with everybody, um, and then I met, you know, I met one of uh. Uh, I met a brother from a club, and he's like, "Hey, you know, come ride, come ride to this bike night with us, this and that." We were like, "All right, cool, you know, no problem." Like, we didn't think anything of it. And when I showed up, you know, there's like hundreds of bikes at this bike night. And as I'm getting, you know, introduced with everybody, they they called me a hangaround. But in my head, I was like, "I'm not hanging around shit." You know what I mean? Like, this is my first time meeting you guys. Exactly. You know, so I'm not gonna you know, commit myself to something if I don't really know what it's about, you know? So it, it definitely was kind of like an eye opener because I would, I would look around and see, you know, all these different clubs and I would look at somebody that I knew be like, Oh, we're in the same unit. Oh shit. You're in a club, you know, see, see somebody else from, you know, the same unit be like, Oh shit, you're in the club. So it got to the point, you know, we, and those were guys that I really didn't talk to, but then we had that, we shared that same passion with each other you know, it got to the point where we hung out all the time. We were always riding and and it, it got to, you know, it got to one day where they were like, hey, you know, do you want to come prospect? You know, I, I hung around for a couple months, you know, with the same club and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. You know, so they're like, all right, cool. And I thought right there I was going to get, you know, get a prospect cut and everything. And then they were like, all right, you know, you'll get a call. I'm like, what? I was like, what do you mean I'm going to get a call? I just said, yeah. You know, where, like, where's my shit? And then, you know, a couple of days passed, and I sat there. You know, nobody hit me up, so I was kind of confused. And then one day, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, they were like, yo, you still want to do this? I was like, do what? Like, mind you, it was a random phone number. They were like, you still want to come prospect? I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I was, like, confused. And I was always like, you know, a night owl. So I was always up and, you know, I was always partying on the weekends and stuff. I was young, you know, 21 years old. And they were like, all right, cool. Come over, you know, to so-and-so's house. And I was like, okay, everything good. They were like, just get your ass here. Hmm. So I hop in the car, basketball shorts. I just left some chick in my bed. I was like, yo, I'll be right back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I was like, hey, something happened. I got to go. And so I, you know, I hauled ass like 15 minutes down the road showed up to to their house and they're like all right cool you know like is if there's something that you want to do go find your cut so mind nice. you it's three it's three o'clock in the morning pitch black i'm like what, what do you mean i gotta i gotta find it uh, they they had it hidden because like the one of my brothers he had like 
seven different cars in his, you know, in his, like, in the front yard. So I was going through, like, you know, checking the trees, make sure it wasn't in the trees and stuff, because a cut never touches a floor. So I, I automatically knew um, it's, it's hanging up somewhere, you know, but they said it was in the front yard. I was like, all right, cool. So I started looking around, and then I, um, I was, like, looking in trunks, and then nowhere I see it hanging from a, from a tree on a branch. Nice. I went, went to go put it on, and then I thought, you know, because trust me, being a hangaround and being a prospect, totally different. Definitely. You know? And really quick, before <laughs> it, you continue, yeah, let's, it, yep. you did mention on a couple of topics, and we're going to go ahead and just really quick stop you and your story and fill the viewers in really fast so that way they know what the difference is and what's going on. So let's talk mm-hmm. about, let's start with the hangaround phase first. All right, the hangaround phase, you know, a lot of people don't realize it. It's, you know, it's just... It's like it's the beginning stage of a relationship. Let's start it that way. It's the you dating stage, the, you're heart, the honeymoon stage. Yeah, you you showing her the good things. I'm you know you going out to doing events and you get to do everything like a member could do, and you're you're having fun. This is like the fun stage. This is where you know you showing off and you know you're trying to get that person. You know, mm-hmm. I, and fellas, don't act like y'all haven't done it. You know, there's a girl out there that you like, and you were flossing out for her, taking her out to eat. <laughs> opening the doors, buying flowers, you know, you send those late night messages. Oh, I'm thinking about you. You know how it is. Come on, fellas. Don't play. That That's pretty much what a hangaround stage is. Okay. You know, and again, yes, definitely. It, it, it's definitely the, it's the best stage right there. Cause you get this feeling like, man, this is awesome. This is really awesome. Oh, you know, definitely. And, and then, and then once it gets to the point where, you know, you, you see what, you know, you, and of course, the members do it too, man. The, the uh, once you get a hang around, hanging around you, you know, members try to act like, yo, like this is this is the life. This is what you mm-hmm. want to do, but you know, they don't show you the the bullshit that comes with it. You know, exactly. You know, because j- just like you know, for for some of our guys, some of our hangarounds and prospects, you know, we'll we'll sit there and we'll argue with one another. You know, brother the brother. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna give you. You know, we're gonna go have a beer. You know, we're going to hug it out and, you know, but yeah, at the end definitely. of the day, like, you know, for, for me and, you know, my personal experiences, I know that it's never, you know, it's never a cakewalk, you know no. what I mean? So definitely for, not. you know, for it, and, but at the end of the day, that, that's what a family does, you know, a family argues and then, but at the end of the day, Hey, I love you. Hey, I'm going to talk to you later. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's, de- it's definitely, um, an eye opener on, you know something that that interests you but a lot of people don't realize that this isn't like no you know this isn't no weekend warrior shit you know what i mean like for me personally this is a lifestyle for me i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna sit there and every time i put on my cut hey i'm i'm in a motorcycle club you know what i mean like i'm i always have that thought in my head like hey you know this is you know, no, no matter what, I'm going to protect, you know, my brother to the left or right of me. Doesn't matter what colors I wear, just like me, just like me and you, you know, we were in the club together for years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I went and moved on. But shit, me and you talk every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. Like, yeah, so definitely, you definitely. Know, you know, that, that's a great point you bring up. Um, You know, another thing, too, you talked about. And I, just again, we want to fill our viewers in so that way they're knowledgeable. Um, The next thing you had mentioned was, you know. The the cut the prospect cut, 
You know, just to mm. let you know, cut for you viewers out there that don't know, it's pretty much a leather vest, a black leather vest. Uh, some clubs have it where it's just straight back with no patches on it, and they got to earn every single patch. Some clubs start off with, you know, one patch up there, and then you earn the other one. Um, and then the last thing you had mentioned was prospecting period. Now, this is a good period right here. This is the fun period, you know, because this is where all the hard work begins in my eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. As a prospect, you're you're deemed to do so much for the club without any guarantees that you're going to be in the club. You know, you're right. you're you're and, running errands, you're doing doing scunt work where it's you know going to get gas for a brother or freaking watching somebody's kids for them or you know just when you go out you're you know you're not drinking, you're keeping an eye on everybody, see what everybody's doing. You're pretty much kind of like security. You know, and for me, I enjoyed my prospecting period, and mine was a very long one, as you know. Um, and mine were for undue <laughs> circumstances, the reason why oh, yeah. I had to go so long, or unforeseen circumstance, I should say, excuse me, where I had to do it for so long. But I learned so much, and I valued every moment that I got because, you know, it makes you a better person at the end of the day. It really does. Yeah, definitely. And, like, you know, going back to the, you know, the beginning of prospecting, um, you know, pro- prospecting is not like a, hey, cool, like we got a prospect. I don't have to do shit anymore because, you know, so and so can go get me a drink. Oh, so and so can go get me, you know, go put gas in my car or in my bike and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're you're a brother in training. You know, so me- members they they push they push a prospect to a point where, you know, they want to see how far this prospect will go. Now, the number one thing about prospecting, and I tell. I tell everybody that, you know, that hangs around and stuff like that, listen, at the end of the day, you are a grown man. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not going to treat I'm not going to tell you to do something that I haven't done myself. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and for me, this goes back to being in the military because what, you know, going back to how, you know, MC started, the you know, motorcycle club started right after World War II. So uh, a lot of a lot of clubs they they kind of uh, emulate the 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 military mindset into it. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, we have officers and, you know, you have the president, VP, SAA, stuff like that, you know, because you have those guys who've been in long enough that they know what they're doing. They know how to have that, that proper guidance. And then with anybody that comes around, you know, hey, go do this, go do that. But for me, you know, in my, like I said, in my personal experiences, you know, I, trust me, I've been treated like straight shit (laughs) and I know you have as well, but that for me, as even like when I picked up Corporal in the Marine Corps, I'm not going to belittle, you know, a PFC or a Lance Corporal to, to do something that I've never done. You know what I mean? So even as a member to a prospect or a hang around, I'm not going to tell you to do something where one, I won't do. Or haven't done. Yeah, definitely. You know, that, it, that's a big thing. I'm the same way. I'm not having mm-hmm. anybody do anything I've never done or wouldn't do myself. So that's definitely mm-hmm. a great point. Um, so a little more about yourself, Joe. How'd you get your name? <laughs> Let the um, viewers know. So being being born in Miami and then and uh, and raised in New York, you know, I was always, you know, I I didn't have you know the best childhood. You know, I, I moved around a lot. You know different, different neighborhoods, different people. Um, my mom was a, you know, she was a single mother who, you know, dated a lot. 
so I was always, I, I'm my mother's only son. So I was always there to protect her. So I've always had a mouth on me, you know, cause I, you know, at, at the end of the day, like you're, you're going to hear what I have to say. You know what I mean? So when I was a, um, when I was a prospect, uh, you know, there was, there was a couple guys, uh, from different clubs. We would go up and, you know, Hey, how you doing? You know, like, like, and, but they, they wouldn't say anything to you. There was this one guy. Um, it was me and one of my, one of my very good friends. Um, uh, you know, he, he's with you guys in your club. Um, he, he is black and I'm Spanish. So we, we would, but we would be everywhere together. And so we, we went to go say hi to son, like one member from another club. And he basically like shoved, like pushed us off. So no matter what, as a prospect, you have to give respect to everybody, you know, that has a patch on their back. You don't have to respect the member, but you have to respect the patch. That's the one thing I've always learned. And so one time we went up to him and we were like, hey, you know, how you doing? You know, prospect so-and-so, this and that. And he looked at us and like scoffed us off and then mumbled under his breath. And, you know, sorry for my language, but he turned around and he said, it's like, why would I shake hands with a nigger and a spick? Hmm. So once he said that, I turned around and I looked at him straight in his face. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem? So he stood up and then... In my head, I was like, well, I'm fucked now. <laughs> you know, like, I'm never getting my patch. But, you know, since, you know, my upbringing and stuff, I'm not going to take no disrespect from anybody, you know, that from anybody who I don't respect or hasn't earned my respect. If you're going to sit there and talk shit, cool, you can sit there and talk shit all you want. But if I approach you, you better be a man about it. Yeah. So so at, at the end of the day, it got to the point where I was like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? I was like, we, we've shown you nothing but respect every time we come up to you and you like no matter how many times you push us off so my president at the time he you know took that said member around the corner had a talk with him he came back and then he shook my hand so i don't know what was said you know behind the fence or whatever but uh i mean he he learned how to how to you know give his you know respect real quick (laughs) (laughs) definitely um so then so when as a prospect, you know, you go through so many different names. So like my, one of my names was ditch. And then the other one was, uh, was data and stuff like that. So it was just different, you know, different. I think I went through like seven different names. Um, and then when I, when I patched in, my name was mouth. So I looked at it and I was like, okay, I get it, but it's kind of a stupid name. So (laughs) I remember, you know, it it lasted fair and few, but yeah, it, it, la- it actually lasted a couple months, actually. And, but then, you know, we went out to an open house to, to a club out in, uh, out in North Carolina. And as bad as it is, um, one of, their, one of the, the clubs that we were at, their old lady's name was Mouth as well. So they went to her and they're like, hey, out of respect for him, you know, since he's actually a member, you have to change your name. So... Me being me, you know, because I had a really good relationship with this club. I was like, you know what? That's that's not right. You know, she's she's been here before me, you know, out of respect for her old man. And I was like, listen, I'll change my name. You know, I, I had no problem with it. Because to be honest, I hated that fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. So we went back to my president's house at the time and they were like, all right. And don't get me wrong. I was upset about it because, 
you know, like I said, it lasted a couple months and, you know, everybody knew me as, you know, as mouth. But it got to the point where I was like, you know what, whatever, you know, I'm going to respect them. So we were going through different names and they were like, well, I still want to be known for, you know, me talking. So our, one of our old vice presidents, he was a fucking idiot. Um, he, he was like, well, what about lips? I'm like, what? I was like, bro, no. Like, uh, you, you're like, you're at a discussion, like, f- completely. Hello, lips. So then, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, how you doing, lips? Like, no, lips with a Z at the end. And I was like, yeah, no. So then, uh, my president turned around. He was like, uh, actually, his old lady turned around, and she was all, always great with you know naming members. She was always there. You know, we were hanging at my president's house all the time. Yeah. So she turned around. She was like, well, you're always zapping your, your mouth. Why don't we name you Jaws? Because you don't close it. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. I was like, but I was like, I'm not going to name it J-A-W-S. And they're like, how are you going to put it? I was like, well, it's not Jaws. I'm going to put it as Jaws. You know, get that New York emphasis on it. So I was like, J-A-W-W-S. And then from then on, everybody looked and they were like, that is fucking dope. Like, and, yeah, and you know. Because the thing is, you have, like, you know, everybody has a club member name, like Joker or, you know, uh, I don't know, like, di- different names. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But Joker is definitely one of the main ones. Like, shit, there's plenty of Jokers down in Florida that I know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, from there's different like clubs. like one in every other club almost. Exactly. So, but I guarantee you, you will never find somebody named Jaws. Uh, I've personally never heard anybody named Jaws before. I give you that. That is definitely a unique name. Exactly. And as y'all can see, he don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, but, but, seriously. but the thing is, but, but it, it has definitely, it's don't like, don't get me wrong. Like my mouth has definitely gotten me into trouble, especially with my old lady. Um, <laughs> and you know, Q, you know, my old lady, man, like she's, you know, I love her to death, but you know, not, not everybody <laughs> has a, all, all their, uh, all their screws tight. So, but, I plead um, the fifth. But... <laughs> you ain't getting She's me gonna listen to this and be like, "Yeah, so you gonna talk shit?" <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. You know, I, I've gotten in trouble with it, but I've also gotten out of a lot of situations with it. So you know, it, it's kind of like a curse and a blessing. Um, yeah. But you know, definitely. Like, like I said, I, I I love it, and you know, I love what I do, man. Honestly, that's good, man. I'm glad to hear it, and. You know, you said it best here, guys. And, you know, the main thing, too, I I just we wanted to talk about, you know, like what clubs do for communities and how they give back. Because, you know, people, when they hear motorcycle clubs, nine out of ten times, the first thing they think, and oh, like Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. (laughs) Oh, like Biker Boys. You you guys are one of those. like The Mayans. (laughs) The Mayans. Yeah, the new Mayan show, which I'll tell you right now, I love Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) And I like Mayans. But that's not, it's, it's fake. I tell you now, it's not like that. Oh, absolutely. It's not absolutely. like that. We go out, you know, and it's it's a chill bike ride out, going to a bike event out here in Florida. There's a lot of bike nights. You're going out there with other guys that are like-minded than, like you. They want to be a part of something bigger, you know, as we call it, the brotherhood. They, they want to feel that love and that stuff the they get. You know, the camaraderie that they get from the Marine Corps, the Navy, the Army, if they're in the military branches or you know, like the family that they never had growing up. Like it is definitely something bigger than that. And but also, but also, 
the end of the day, we're all grown ass men. So if some shit comes up and it has to get handled, trust me, it gets handled. Exactly. But it will that, get that's, handled. That's that, that that's for that's for anybody though, man. And you know, we 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 talk about the you know the MC community nowadays. Now I can't like me and you can't speak for what what went on in like the seventies and stuff like that because that was some rough shit. It was, you know? it definitely was. So, like, they probably that, did that, that Sons of Anarchy back then. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, in like the you know the new era and stuff like that, you know, you the it, it's crazy because you have a lot of young kids that you know nineteen twenty years old who want to be you know oh I want to be in the club this and that and like. You know they're they're getting bikes. Like I I was just cutting somebody's hair. Um, this twenty year old kid yesterday, and he was like, "Yeah, I just got my first bike, this and that." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool, man." Like he was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh, not a lot of people ride." And I was like, "What are you talking?" I was like, "Bro, I ride." He's like, "Yeah," and then I was like, "Yeah, bro." Like he was like, "Oh, like uh, but I'm sure you don't do that club shit." And I was like, "Bro, I'm in a club." He's like, "What?" He's like, "For real?" He's like, "Man, can I join y'all?" And I was like, "Well, I was like, I was like, listen, man." learn how to ride first you know what i mean because you know with, with, with us you know we're when we ride we ride you exactly. know what i mean definitely know how to Get ride first I, I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna turn him away you know just because he's a you know novice rider you know i like if you know if he wants to have like a riding lesson you know he can go to like harley davidson or some shit with that <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean because i'm yeah. gonna teach him all the wrong things you know what I mean? Like, all right, this is how you lane split. And, you know, this is, <laughs> you know, so. Oh, but, man, I can't with you, bro. <laughs> listen, listen, do not listen to him, viewers. There is no, <laughs> I tell you now, we do not lane split. We do not speed. We obey the traffic laws 100%. Wink, wink. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, yeah. Cut the crap, bro. This is the cut the crap yeah, moment. Right. This is cut the crap moment. Get out of here with that. So, nah, but seriously, it, it is definitely out there. And, co you know, communities, the motorcycle community does a lot for people, you know. Um, I'm, I was fortunate enough to be part of two communities, one in my former state of Virginia and now in Florida. And I tell you what, it, it's, it's different but the same. Like, every every community wants to make sure we give back to the community. You know, as a motorcycle yeah, yeah. club, that's the one big thing we want to do is make sure the community is taken care of by doing different events, I know last year you guys for Thanksgiving was it you guys held a, a turkey drive or something similar? Uh yeah, so what what we did um I'm a I'm a barber. Um so I we did a free uh free lunch and cuts. So I was doing I was giving free haircuts to the homeless. Um and my old lady and some of, you know, my brother's old ladies, they came, they got together on ham turkey. We made over I believe uh like 175 uh hot plates nice and uh yeah we went around um you know our community out here and um and was giving them away to uh you know anybody who was on the side of the road anybody and and there were people like you know giving us money so i think we raised over like 200 dollars you know just you know just to be like just for doing it and people were you know people were like fascinated yeah. and it's like wow that's crazy like you know, but it's sad because, you know, I've, I spoke to a lot of people and all that money that, that was given to us, every haircut that I was doing, I was giving them like $20. Hey, you know, go do your laundry, go do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 it's, it was definitely an eye opener for, you know, for a lot of people because, you know, my wife is always, my wife works in the medical field. So she's always, 
she's very adamant on giving back and stuff like that. And so am I, you know, because, you know, being, being deployed overseas and stuff like that, I, I've, I've seen, you know, underprivileged, you know, people and stuff like that. So, you know, you, you just got to be thankful for what you got, man. And exactly. Never, and never, never be too, um, damn, what's the word? Never, never get too, uh, too spoiled. complacent or spoiled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoiled. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, uh, we try, we're actually trying to do it, uh, again this year and, you know, do the free lunch and cuts. And I know I got a lot of emails and stuff and like messages on Facebook, you know, from other barbers saying like, Hey, next time y'all do that, you know, let me know and that so it definitely raised a lot of um raised a lot of eyebrows you know in a the lot community. of awareness like, out there as well exactly for the good you know mm-hmm. you know and, and even from you know even from law enforcement man like they they would come by and i mean they there were a couple you know asshole they were like, hey like do you guys have a permit and we're like we're on the side of the road bro like we're not doing nothing wrong so then you know they just kept it moving and stuff like that but as soon as you see you know Know, a couple guys in cuts and stuff like that, you know, and you Gets know, a little suspicious. People are like, "What's exactly. going on?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then and, they and see that's like the bad food. part too, man. That's that's like what I was saying mm-hmm. earlier. Like people, when they see this and when they see motorcycle clubs, it's like, you know, the world had us has us painted in such a bad picture where people automatically think crime, thugs, uh, you know, selling drugs on the corner. Like, what are you guys doing? Absolutely. Like. But that was a great thing you guys did. I'm glad y'all did that. I do hope y'all do that again this year because I would definitely be out there. And if he does do it again, guys, I'll make sure I let you guys know. We'll go ahead and probably also try to get a collection from everybody here that we could donate for you guys because that is a good cause, man. Homeless people, yeah, definitely. they have it tough out here. It's, it's like I thought Virginia was bad or New York was bad, but Florida's bad too. Like I Everywhere I yeah. go, I, especially in the Tampa area, that's where the area we're in, um, there is a lot of a lot of homeless people out here, and it's sad to just see them out there like that. And for you to be able to give them a haircut, like you just made that person's day, or twenty dollars to go do laundry or buy food, like that definitely helps out in a long way. So we do appreciate that. And I know you keep mentioning yes, you're in the military. I haven't got a chance to say it. Thank you again for your <laughs> service, because I know everybody thank in you, the, thank you. of course, everybody that's listening is going to be thanking you as well. Um, so yeah, as, as you see, like again, this is. This is not a game, you know, we this is a lifestyle for us and mm-hmm. as you see it's it's not about all that. Like of course if stuff goes down like he says, you know, we will handle it, but we handle it as men. You know, we don't try to assert to violence right away. We're going to no, talk never. it out. You know, we're going to have that one-on-one sit down and try to work out the differences. If we can't work out the differences, then at that point we're going to go ahead and and fight it out like it sound like Charles's dogs were doing there just a second ago. <laughs> But, sorry about that man <laughs> no no you're good you're good man it happens i get it um but yeah like that's what it's about you know it's about having fun as brothers even if you wear the same different cuts you know you're out there to show love you're all in the same community you respect it and you know one thing i tell a lot of people and i know i heard you said this plenty of times the vest that they wear does not make the member you know Absolutely just because not. you have a cut slash vest you know that doesn't doesn't mean you're all of a sudden a badass like it's the work you put into it, the the dedication you have, and the outcome that you want people to see you is how what makes that person behind you. Because at the end of the day, if you're you're you know a scaredy cat or you're you know a punk, aka bitch, like you're you gonna be exposed. that. You're gonna be that when the situation happens, and you'll be told oh, that. You know, um, you'll you'll it comes out of you. There's no way to hide it. 
You know, there's no double personality behind it. So the best thing I always recommend, you know, one, if you viewers out there looking for a club or looking for something similar, find be yourself. Be yourself and find somebody, <laughs> find a club that fits you. You know, if you exactly. see the club is not fitting you, you don't like the way people do things, you don't like, you know, how they chill, whatever, then it's okay to step away. A lot of people feel like once you find that one, you're stuck with them forever. No, if it doesn't fit you, you need to recognize that and you need to separate because all you're going to do is bring toxic to your toxicity to you and to the club. So and, that, and, that, and that also, and that also just goes like for anything, like even like the group of friends that you hang out with, man, like, you yeah, know, definitely. if, you know, if, if the, you know, cause I mean, shit, we're not getting any, any younger, man. So, you know, well, like we younger. like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like me and you, man, like we'll, we'll sit and like, we'll talk about, you know, like our kids and you know signing up for you know sports and whatnot and shit even working out man you know what i mean so at, you know for us it, it kind of gets to the point where you know if if i'm not gonna sit here and you know talk you know success or you know talk about how me and you can do can get better then there's no reason to have a you know have any type of friendship or relationship you know what i mean yeah. so and and that and that's also with you know with the club man like don't don't get me wrong. I I love you know, I, like we keep saying it's it's a it's a lifestyle. You know I I love my family. You know my friends that are part of it, but you know if if people get complacent, they're you're not gonna move forward with anything. You know what I mean? So it it just gets to the point where, you know, you have to be that person to step up and be like, hey, you know, let's do this or let's do that. And if if anybody turns around and kind of like, nah, man, like that's bullshit. No, we don't want to do that. Then you know maybe it's time to you know, be be a like be a man about it and you know put your big boy pants on and be like hey you know this ain't for me anymore, yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? Because you know because I've I've seen it happen plenty of times, man. You know people you know quote unquote hit that ceiling, you know they they don't they they don't reach their full, you know their their full potential of what they're capable of. Yeah, definitely understand that. Definitely. Definitely do. And we appreciate you coming on. I mean, we could talk about motorcycle life for hours. Know, right? It's 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 definitely a long topic. Is you know, it's a topic maybe for another episode as well. Maybe bring it back. But you know, I wanna thank you, Josh, for coming through, giving us a little bit of knowledge of who you are, talking about, you yes, know, sir. things you've done and kind of just putting it out there and letting people know, you know, guys, motorcycle clubs are not bad. Like don't look at them as mm-hmm. bad. We are a group of guys. We put our pants on the same way as you do, and we are out here to just show love, positivity, and ride our bikes. Yeah, we like to speed a little, split lanes, willies here and there, whatever. You know, I could get mine about two inches off the ground. That's what my wife says all the time. But, you know, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Um, hey, but uh, but, but before, before we get off on this, uh, I just want to uh, give a shout-out to Godzilla, man. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you for having me on here. Um, of course, of this, course. This and and for anybody that you know that wants to do this, this shit is not easy, man. Like it, it takes it takes a lot of you know courage and bravery to, you know, hop on a podcast and be like, hey, you know, let's talk about something. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you know, if, it's, it's not if, easy. Yeah, exactly. And if y'all haven't uh, if y'all haven't you know checked it out yet, make sure y'all follow Godzilla Gaming on Twitch, man. It, My like, man, he's the truth, bro. Listen, I did not pay for that plug. But I appreciate that plug. <laughs> Listen, guys, we appreciate you guys like always. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming through for another Cut the Crap Wednesday. Again, to my man, Wildcore, that couldn't be here this week, we're sending you lo- lots and lots of praise. Sir.
All right, guys. Well, listen, thank you so much for everything. We love you guys. You guys have a wonderful night. And like always, catch you next week. Peace. Peace.